Ekere Simesi, winning story. A story by Igbokwe Rose. It was that time of the year again, a time when the wind would travel in gallant swiftness all the way from the Far East and saturate Amaoku in high concentrations padded with freezing chills. That time when D. Okonko would sit and begin to count his well-bred native chickens, pointing at them with excitement of a little child, anticipating candy. One, two, three, four. No, one, two. He would count and recount as the fat-laden birds wouldn't let him concentrate, their cackles and crawls throwing hefty punches into the air. The surrounding air would also be enveloped with the stench of chicken excreta, which was yet to be cleaned up. He was a fairly literate man. At least he knew his numbers. He could recite the English language alphabet and could make little correct English language sentences. And most importantly, he could carry out meticulous transactions as regards to his poultry business. He was a very money conscious man. It was also that time of the year when Iaola, his ever nosy and mouthy wife, would as usual wait for him very late into the night till he was back from the town's general evening meeting to demand for some money for a keresi messi, a vernacular for the term Christmas. He had never really understood well the money that she makes from her petty businesses of corn roasting. Firewood, fruit and palm fruit oil selling usually goes to every year. I used it to feed you and the children. However, I give you money for food too, so how come? He would demand an answer with a very serious look, while silently wishing that she would answer calmly and not start nagging. But of course, because immediately her voice would be tuned to an exorbitant crescendo, just like the way the voice of a priest in a local church usually does whenever he picked up the microphone to conduct the church mass. No, 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 don't. Don't even start with me this night. Have you forgotten about the recent inflation that hit the economy just a few months back? Oh, you think that chicken change you usually give me for the household upkeep was always enough? Heh, <laughs> How else was I supposed to augment it? Other than using the profits for my meager trading, leaving me with almost nothing. Ejo Babaola, Pimisilel. Yola would rant and rant. Di Okonko would instantly regret asking her further questions. He would dip his hand into his pocket and bring out some words of notes. Those were his own share of the monthly Akawo, a cooperative saving system him and his fellow poultry business partners usually engage in. He would count out a certain amount and hand them to her as he usually did every Christmas period. Dee loved his family so much and he most times hardly complained whenever it came to providing for them in any way he could. And with a mumbled word of thanks, Iyala would take the money from him and split it into four. One portion of money would go into buying new clothes and toys for their two children, whom she would not want to be seen in old-fashioned outfits for Christmas. The second portion would go into buying a few cups of rice, tomatoes, spices and other condiments for, the, for their once in a blue moon special delicacy of white rice and tomato stew, further enriched with roast pepper chicken from her husband's booming poultry farm. A third portion would go into getting herself a new Hollandis wrapper, a fairly expensive lace blouse with a pair of shoes and a bag to match. So that Yao Goma, who had called her a haggard woman, who had no sense of trendy fashion, in a brawl they had gotten into in the market, would see for herself how wrong she was for calling her that. Then the fourth portion would be kept aside in case of any miscellaneous expenses. It was that period of the year too, when I would sit legs widely spread out, with my plate of food in between my legs, scooping spoons full of stew-coated rice into my mouth. After a few hours of showing off my new jeans and matching polo to the other equally smartly dressed children in church, 
My brother and I would always look forward to a Keresi Messi each year because we were 90% sure that the special rice delicacy would be prepared instead of the usual ebao, fufu, and many a times with tasteless soups that we've been compelled to gobble down all year. Iyaola, my ever-vibrant mother, would be perched on the worn-out settee in our living room, carelessly gossiping with her husband when I decided to abandon my half-eating food to go and whisper into her ears to seek permission to go to Onu, a buzzing part of town to see live Santa Clauses for a fee of 500 naira. As I had only seen them on TV, but never in real life, she would turn and first glare at me for disrupting their conversation. I would feel the blazing heat oozing from her eyeballs. No, there is no money for that. Now go fetch some water for the evening's meal, Jare. Oh, what a downer that was. Even though I did not get permission to visit the places I want to, Ekerisimesi still felt like the best day of the year to me and every other year to come. I'd sh- I'm sure I'd continue to look forward to the joys, hope and celebrations Ekere Messi always offers.